This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at Phillip Island 300 for V8 supercars and the qualifying for the Indianapolis 500. I hope you stay with us. First to Phillip Island where Ford Performance Racing continued their dominant run in the 2012 V8 Supercar Championship. It was Frosty Winterbottom who held off the challenge in Saturday's race to take victory number 8 for Ford Performance Racing. Yeah, it's about making those minimal mistakes and uh, when I saw number one on the side of the road, I wasn't too upset, I can tell you that much, but uh, yeah, awesome car, awesome job by the boys and another win, it's uh, yeah, awesome feeling. The race was marred by a crash between series leader Jamie Winkup and second place man Will Davison. Tim Slade had contact with Davison which sent the car skidding on the grass and unfortunately for Winkup there was nowhere for him to go and his car was spun out of the race in spectacular fashion. Jamie Winkup spoke about the incident following the race. Yeah, end result obviously not what we wanted. Um, I don't blame Will at all. You know, he, he was a bit of a passenger in that, at that stage and Quite a big impact. I'm lucky it, it, you go, it goes either way. The steering wheel flicked a turn like within half a second, so it's either you either get your hands caught up or they flick out. And lucky enough, they flicked out, and I'm and I'm all good. On Sunday, and both Wing Cup and Davison were back into the fight, but it was Craig Lowndes who set the fastest time. But a miserable start saw him drop well back in the pack. Jason Bright decided to take a different strategy and stayed out on the racetrack when everyone else pitted, which allowed him to pull out a handy lead before he eventually pitted. And then it was Davison who took over the control of the race. He went on to take victory from a hard-charging Craig Lowndes, who was closing in on him at the final stages of the race. You know, all those safety cars, guys trying to do one-stoppers, uh, long stints around here aren't easy. You know, the tyres go away and high-speed corners, <laughs> lots of sliding, and obviously Lounsey was coming strong. When I saw him got through, uh, saw him get through Brighty, uh, I was pretty nervous, and uh, just an amazing day after yesterday. Um, I was down last night. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that day yesterday, and... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really stoked with this one today. Lowndes naturally happy with the result, knowing that he just needed to get that start better to be a real chance for the victory. It was disappointing knowing that the effects of what happened uh, from a bad start. You know, we, I think we fell back to about 10th or 11th. And then from then on in, it's really fight. It's game on. You know, you've got to try and make the best of uh, every uh, passing opportunity. You've got, to, you've got to work the car harder than you want to. You're sort of using up more fuel and tyre. So all that sort of goes into, a, into account and of course then when we had that safety car when we had this, the queue up, which is not a good feeling because uh, again you know, you're sitting there waiting, biding your time, looking in your side mirror, looking all these cars go by you and again what your good work you've done is getting undone. So it's, uh, it's been a, a, a sort of an emotional race because you go from a very good pole position, very bad start to working through the grid, then queuing. And then obviously having that closing stage with Will was sensational. It was, uh, you know, car was looking after its tyres. We had good speed. I was trying my best to try and close that gap down. But of course, you know, we ran out of laps. And uh, But I'm really satisfied. It's one of those races where 
you don't, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, you're satisfied because you put 110% in. The guys did a fantastic job in Team Vodafone, and of course, um, you know, the result you'd like to change, but uh, you know, you come out of the car knowing you give it 110%. Jason Bright finished in third position and was thrilled for Brad Jones Racing to be able to get back up onto the podium. Oh, really happy. I mean, you know, obviously these guys stopped a bit later than us, and, and they probably had greens. We used all our greens yesterday because we sort of put our best foot forward, and, um, you know, so we didn't have as good tyre today, but. Really happy with the pace of the car. I mean, you know, to, to hang hang on to these guys, you know, have been the front runners all year. Um, you know, probably when we didn't have our best tyres and, and when they stopped later, I'm, you know, extremely happy. It shows, shows we're on a good thing at the moment. The next race for the V8 Supercars is in three weeks' time at Hidden Valley in Darwin. Jack LeBrock took out the Australian Formula Ford Championship round at Phillip Island. He now leads the series in that category. Open Wheelers Overseas, the greatest spectacle in motor racing is on this weekend. And Australian Ryan Briscoe has picked up pole position after qualifying last weekend. It, it, it was just such a good day, you know, and uh, everything went really smoothly. Uh, and, and the speed was there for the, for the final four laps in the Fast 9. So uh, it was just a, a great, you know, run. The, the car was as good as it's been all week long. And uh, we had the horsepower, so thanks, Chevrolet. It was an exciting finish to the pole day qualifying where in the Fast 9 shootout, Briscoe set his time and then watched everyone having a crack at it with no one successfully able to better it. Well, I was just keeping my eye on the times, watching Roger. He was there every step of the way and uh, it was a little bit nerve-wracking at times, but I was keeping my cool and I was ready to go and do it again if, if we had to. So I was just trying to keep focused and um, you know, keep some fluids in me, it was pretty hot. He's the first Australian to sit on the pole for the uh, 500 mile race. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. You know, you just never know going into pole day what, what the day is gonna deliver. And uh, thankfully it was my day, you know, we were prepared. Um, my engineer, Jonathan, he's just done an awesome job the whole time here. It's his first year being an IndyCar engineer. And uh, I'm, I'm just so proud of him, all, all the work he's done. and. Everyone at Penske here and back in Mooresville, it's, they've just worked so hard. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to deliver this for them. Ryan Briscoe picked up $100,000 for sitting the car on the inside of the front row. In the middle of the front row is Canadian James Hinchcliffe, who for Andretti Autosport managed to pick up second place. But he's ruining that it was so close between his time and Briscoe's. Yeah, honestly, it feels great to be on the front row here, but it just sucks to lose it by so little. You know, and we had such a good run going. I think we were on pole for three of those four laps and just sort of lost it in the last one there. And it, it's gutting, but at the end of the day, I mean, I'm going to lose a little bit of sleep over that. But when we line up, you know, a week from Sunday and we're sitting there on the front row, it's going to be a good feeling. I like the shootout format. You know, it's obviously in the olden days, it would have been us on pole, but I think this is more exciting for the fans and 
man, four qualifying laps in Indy is the toughest thing a racing driver ever has to do. So to make us go do it again, I think separates the men from the boys, and it's, it's a cool format. I like it. You know, I could see the fall off coming on the dash, and I was doing the math in my head on the average there, and, and I knew what number I needed, and as soon as I crossed the line, I had a bad feeling in my stomach that we had just missed it, and they told me that we tied him down to uh, down to the hundredth, and it was just down to the thousandth of a mile an hour. So I think that equates over four laps to about a foot. But uh, no, still a great result. Really pleased for GoDaddy and everybody at Andretti Autosport. In third place, Brian Hunter Ray picked up the outside of the front row. And not a bad starting position considering last time the driver had to buy his way into the field by having the last car qualified withdraw so he could enter. It was a big difference for Hunter Ray, who of course was also disappointed he couldn't take that pole spot. Almost, but um, you know, I, I'm just so happy with the with the team, what they've done with these race cars. They've worked so hard, they put their heart and souls into these in these things and um, it's so much fun having a fast race car at IMS. I mean, it's. I'm definitely taking it in. I've felt the lows here, and I'm certainly, uh, certainly taking in and absorbing the, the temporary high of, of being on the front row. But next week's what counts, and I think we have great race cars. We need to go out there and, and do two better next week. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Next week, Richard Crowell will be along to wrap up all the action from the Indy 500. I hope you can join us then. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.